as walking in a schoolgirl outfit. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just showing you what I don't like. Here. <laughs> Guns out, man. Suns out, guns out. That's right. That means it's time for the Video Struck Podcast. I'm here with Hoss. This is Brandon. How you doing, Hoss? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well as well. Uh, so yeah, uh, today on the Video Struck Podcast, we're going to be talking about an old Xbox flame that you uh, acquired uh, a little while ago from the like a... fire still burns. <laughs> yeah, was, was it was it an old store or was it like a yard sale? Where'd you find this one at? eBay. eBay. You found this one on eBay. Is it yeah. Uh, 15 bucks for... Uh, yeah, like Cheap Ass uh, Gamer on uh, on Twitter. I follow them kind of religiously. Sure. And uh, I guess this was about two months ago. They had a deal that popped up. We mentioned me picking it up, but uh, Atogi 2. Yeah. Somebody had like a whole shitload of sealed copies <laughs> of Atogi 2 for like 15 bucks a piece of free shipping. And I was like, well, I need that. Yeah, I gotta have that. Because Atogi and Atogi 2 are two of my <laughs> favorite original <laughs> Xbox games. Yeah. Uh, and two yeah. games that almost nobody's heard of. Yeah. I've, I've not heard of this one. I didn't even know it was from, from software. So... Uh, yeah, that that's not a typo. It's not that's not a misspeak. I I said that correctly. Anyway, uh, but yeah, uh, I thought it was pretty rad. We'll talk about that later on. But for right now, let's talk about the news. Which uh, we got some Xbox news, some Microsoft news. Yeah, it's pretty quiet right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as far as like the news front goes. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were actually talking about this before the show about like you know let's try to get a little something from Nintendo, a little something from Sony, a little something from Microsoft. Uh, guess what? <laughs> we're two weeks away from E3 and nobody's trying to say anything, but guess what? Leaks are happening. Yeah, exactly. This week's leak comes to you courtesy of Microsoft. Yes. Courtesy of Microsoft. New Xbox? Two new it's Xbox. Two, two new, yeah. Two new uh, models or takes on it. Or... Yeah, uh, the original story, uh, the leak of the, uh, the Xbox Slim, mm-hmm. which is being referred to as the Xbox One 2, mm. um... It came. <laughs> Sorry, should, that's what they're calling it internally, <laughs> right? Because if you think about it, that's almost like the naming nomenclature that somebody like Apple uses, like right. five five s. Five, five s. Yeah. So like this leads you to believe that it'll eventually be a one three, a one four, a one five. <laughs> exactly. Um, like revision numbers, right? Revision numbers, not just yeah. It's, exactly. Uh, that's funny. And uh, they because they were so clear about saying, well, it's not a one point five, and. <laughs> Whoa, Which led everybody to go like, "Woo, they're not going to make revised hardware." I'm like, "You people are fucking morons! You don't think they're making revised hardware?" Uh, but yeah, uh, I I read through these stories, and there's a lot of really interesting information that came out of this. Uh, the release. Granted, this is all still rumors. This has not been confirmed by anybody, but the almost the same story came out from Kotaku, mm-hmm. and then Polygon corroborated the original story from Kotaku, mm-hmm. and then came out with more information about another Xbox for 2017. Right. So let's start with this year's. Sure. This year's Xbox One 2 is going to be a slim. They claim it's going to be the smallest Xbox ever. Mm. Yeah. That had to be 
Didn't have to go too bad with that. <laughs> well, I guess the 360 is kind of... The 360 Slim is is not huge. It's not huge. It's it's not huge. But even that revised hardware is still yeah. bigger than the launch PlayStation 4. Yeah. Uh, exactly. It's considerably larger than the launch Wii U. Yeah. Um, so th- they've got some room to move mm-hmm. uh, as far as that hardware goes, especially considering that... It doesn't have the power brick inside of it, right. which the PlayStation does. Yeah, and but I think that you know it shows with this generation. Microsoft was so gun shy going into this about like, man, we cannot release another hot box that breaks. Right. Yeah. We can't do we that. Can't do that. Yeah. Um, no they, more red rings. No. <laughs> and uh, so they 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 decided to go big. Mm-hmm. So this is basically they're shrinking down all the hardware. Uh, in such a way that this will be a pretty small box. Right. And the only substantial performance difference that this year's Slim is going to get is that it will uh, have a hardware scaler built into it that will allow it to natively scale games to 4K. Right. It will not be natively spitting out that resolution, so it's basically the same thing that my TV does now, right. yeah. which is just hardware scaling it. And... and the advantage to somebody who doesn't have, like, a crazy expensive uh, 4K TV or maybe an older one that didn't upscale very well is that I would assume that the Xbox scaling would work better, better than, that. than what your TV can do right. if you don't have one of the newer 4K sets. Right. Um, and a lot of older 4K sets don't scale. Yeah. If you're not throwing native signal at it, nope. Um, so that there's advantages to that for some people. I will not be buying it. Right. Although there is one thing that they did say is that revised controller this year. Yeah. Uh, for the Xbox One to go along with that Slim. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm of the opinion that they're going to look at the the reception of the thumbsticks that the Elite got, how much people liked them. Yeah, the, the, higher, uh, the higher thumb sticks. Well, not necessarily that, but just like the dead zone responsiveness, how sure. slick. They, I mean, they yeah. don't feel... Because they're, they're metal. Yeah. They don't feel like the big plasticky, kind of grindy construction that you get out of sure. all console thumbsticks. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Um, th- granted, the Xbox One and PS4 uh, have considerably better thumbsticks than we've ever had before. Yeah. But that Elite Controller thumbstick is probably the best one I've ever used. Right. Um, to the point where I'm even, at this point occasionally forsaking graphics to get the Xbox One version that looks worse. Yeah. To have the better controller in my hands. the better controller, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I would assume that they'll probably roll in maybe like the better thumbsticks. Um, you know, I, I don't think that they'll put in trigger stops uh, to get the hair triggers or any of the lower things, but I, it's yeah. probably just going to be a revision of it, and they might take out the IR sensors yeah. from the controller to yeah. make the controller cheaper to make, right? so they can put better thumbsticks in there, mm-hmm. because the IR sensors that are designed to interact with the Kinect, you don't need those anymore. Right. A, yeah. nobody programs games for that, and there were only like five games that ever used it. Yeah. Basically, what the IR sensors did was, instead of having accelerometers in there like a Wii Remote, right, it used the IR sensor on your controller to interact with the Kinect to do movement. Okay, yeah. Um, so, so if you needed to shake the controller to get a zombie off of you, right, it, would, it used the sensor to it do would it. It used the sensor, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and hang on, I haven't checked. Wasn't that tempted to fail? This is not... Yeah. They're not on this one. Are they not? <laughs> no, there's no IR blaster on this controller. <laughs> Oh, God damn Confirmed. It. Confirmed. <laughs> Confirmed. They're going to revamp that. Yeah. Uh, so You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> it's a hot take. Man, if that happens, 
right here. Bada boom. <laughs> Smartest guy in the motherfucking room. Smartest guy in the room. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so th- that hardware revision, uh, I- I've also heard th- the most attractive thing about that hardware revision, other than its much smaller form factor and the scaling, uh, is that that console might be 199 bucks. Yeah, that's pretty pretty cheap price point for yeah, uh, especially uh, an Xbox, which is typically the powerhouse PC closest PC kind of console game that there is. Not this so, generation. Not this generation, but uh, as typical of Microsoft, obviously. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but that actually leads into the next part is the. Xbox Scorpio mm-hmm. 2017's hardware revision, which is very much like the PlayStation Neo we descri- uh, discussed a couple of weeks back, right? Um, which is straight up hot rod performance version of the Xbox One. Now we're gonna talk teraflops, right? Real quick. <laughs> I'm not a huge numbers guy, but I think it's important to show what they're trying to do here. The right. current Xbox One operates at 1.32 teraflops at optimum performance. Right. At optimal performance, the PlayStation 4 is about 1.84. Right. So it's a a significant difference uh, when you compare the numbers. Right. Now, the Neo, the number they were throwing around with the Neo was that it was going to be around 4 teraflops that they're targeting for peak performance. Sure. Which is over double. Right. The Xbox Scorpio... The numbers that we're hearing are over six mm. teraflops. Hmm. <laughs> That's a lot of flops. Well, here's <laughs> the thing that is, like, borderline concerning for me about that. It, it's exciting. Sure. Like, the, uh, the, the big justification that the, that the rumors and story gave mm-hmm. were that uh, Microsoft is in a partnership with Oculus, they have been. Yeah. When you buy an Oculus, it comes with an Xbox One controller, and that they are making the Xbox One uh, Oculus yeah. compatible. Right. So just any Oculus you buy out of the box, you just plug it into your Xbox, into your Xbox and it just yeah. works. Yeah. Um, so they don't have to make their own VR headset. That's a really smart idea if that turns <laughs> out to be fucking true. Yeah, yeah. Because do you have any idea how much money Sony probably spent to make those fucking headsets? Yeah. And you're probably taking a loss on those mm-hmm. because you want to get your install you base up. What if you can avoid all of that? Yeah, and just buy the guys that already have that done. You don't even have to buy them. You yeah, just, just say just say because yeah. it's Facebook. Partner with them. Yeah. It, like, tell me this. Like, granted, I, this is not my original thought, but when somebody said this on Twitter, it like fucking it made me almost uncomfortable. Microsoft Facebook sounds like the corporation that will own a country <laughs> at some point. <laughs> I mean, oh boy, yeah. the combination of yeah. those two forces. Uh, yeah, they they still kind of pale in comparison to Google in uh, in a lot of ways. But you know, yeah, I mean, Go- Google just feels like the kind that's gonna you know. That's they, true. They're, they're tracking us. You know, that, <laughs> that's true. That's why I don't have one of those. That's true. I only yeah. trust Apple. They that's won't true. give our information to the terrorists. <laughs> Not to the terrorists. <laughs> they gave it to the good people. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even give it to them. No. no, no. Uh, but all right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the uh, the Xbox One Scorpio, the idea is that mm-hmm. that thing is a hot-rotted box. Here yeah. are my concerns. Right. Is that they are going to have full compatibility between the box you have now and all the games for that. Mm-hmm. We'll still be able to play all the games that come out next year. Yeah. For that new system. Sure. And... Is it just going to look prettier? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And exactly. is it going to be... Uh, granted, PC developers have to deal with this all the time about hardware compatibility and scaling across a, a broad range of hardware. 
But my curiosity is for uh, games that are designed to really take advantage of this new hardware, are they going to be hamstrung by the fact of, fuck, we got to make this work on that old shit? <laughs> yeah. And, oh, man. And is it going to lead to situations where, like, some games for the old Xboxes just look like shit? Yeah. It, yeah. Is it just going to be one of those things where, like, you know, three years into your fucking iPhone, right. that the iOS runs like garbage? Yeah, like, like, your phone works worse than it did when you bought it? It comes with a free pair of jumper cables for your backwards compatibility. Uh, yeah, no, it, it's, um, yeah, it, it's it's a tough road to see what that's going to come out to be, if it's even at all, like, true or whatever, the... The Agent Smith version, as uh, one would... Uh, now, the report did say that Microsoft will not be talking about the Scorpio this right. year at all. At all, yeah. The, um, so. That they will be unveiling the Slim at E3, mm-hmm. talking about price points. Yeah. The thing might actually be out within a month right. of E3, yeah. uh, and that that's what they're doing this year. Yeah. Yeah. So. There you go. Cool. Um, so, yeah, that would be it. Is it, uh, is it just me, or does Terraflop sound like a ghost-type Pokemon? <laughs> I just—I I don't know. I was—I was, I was picturing. I was thinking more like a fish-type Pokemon that's yeah. just like laying on land, so, flopping. Yeah, like a gold, like a like a whatever those ones. He's are. got a sweet like yeah. fin that will slice you. Terraflop, <laughs> Terraflop, Terraflop. I don't know. That's where my head goes when <laughs> Terraflop casts oh, paddle. So yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, let's go on to what you've been playing. Uh, I played a little bit of. Retro City ran- Random Retro- Rampage Rampage Retro City Rampage What do you think uh, of that? That game is ADHD man uh, it Yeah just, It just It puts you in And you go You just fucking go and, It's It's uh, old GTA But with other weird stuff in it Yeah It's it's old GTA It's got old It's got old GTA You know uh, Controls and Or you know Like It's top down Basically like that It kind of has to stuff. control Like it does Yeah Just because from that perspective It's weird to do anything else It is It is But but it's got a bunch of like like you, you'll, you, you'll go in And it's like a reference To other old games Like oh you, you go into this part of it You have to do this real quick You have to do that real quick It kind of reminds me A little bit of uh, WarioWare Or something mm-hmm. like that Because it's little Tiny little mini games It's irreverent Yeah it's like Oh you gotta get the boss to the, You gotta get the crime boss To this uh part over here so drive 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 and then you gotta get there and it's like oh you gotta you gotta beat up these guys and run from that end and it's just, but it's it's like tiny missions and one of them like, says barf yeah exactly it's just like it's like tiny little missions that you go through where you're just kind of mimicking old games uh but yeah it's a fun game i enjoy it i got it off that humble bundle and uh i'm getting my uh getting my worth off of that i beat shantae and the pirate's curse it's a fun game it's a good game Little met- tiny Metroidvania type games. Did you start fun. the next Shantae? I have not yet. I've not started the next Shantae yet, uh, which I guess I need to do. Is it is it out yet? I believe. I thought that was in the bundle. I thought there was two Shantae's in that. Bundle. Uh, no, it's a sh- it's it's the same game, but it's sh- it's for the Wii U and for the and for the. Uh, oh, okay. yeah. Sorry, it was yeah. So it was Wii U in there. Uh, yeah, the next Shantae game is Half Genie Hero, which is basically what they made the stuff they made this game from. Like they took a lot mm. of the properties. Scaled it into a uh, uh, pixelated style of art uh, because. About they, how long was that, Shantae? Uh, a couple hours, maybe six. About six hours, six, about six eight hours. Yeah, little fun little uh, little romp. Um, I think I finished it in about eight. I kind of took my time, um, but uh, they kind of give you a little stretcher thing. Like in order to get the real ending, you have to collect all these little guys, and so I went and collected everything before I beat it. Uh, so that was fine. Um, Power-ups were good. Uh, you get a little power, you know, each, like, level or whatever. You get a new, uh, 
You get a new uh, uh, item from your enemy, Risky Boots, which is the pirate lady, uh, which is pretty fun. Uh, so you get her saber, and then you can do a down thrust. You get her cannon, you can do a double jump using the cannon. It's a fun little game. I like it. And, uh, yeah, so you get her hat, and that's a parachute. It's a big old pirate hat. So it's adorable, actually. Uh, but, yeah, and I enjoy that game a lot. And that's what I played. So, yeah, I'm playing games again, which is weird. So. <laughs> I'm about to be playing more games. I'm going to be playing more games because I'm actually getting your, I'm actually buying your Wii U. Uh, so, yeah. Congratulations. Along with, uh, what's in there? Mario Maker? Getting your uh, Mario Maker. You're getting Mario Maker, you're getting Mario 3D World, Nintendo Land. Nintendo Land. Um, Earthbound I'm excited Metroid for. Metroid Prime Trilogy, Earthbound. Yeah. I'm excited for Earthbound uh, because I was going to buy Earthbound on my 3DS just because I've never played Earthbound before, so... Uh, yeah. I, need to I got quite game. a few games on that thing. Yeah, so, so. That'll be fun. It'll be a good time. It'll be a good time. Uh, I'll be playing a lot of that. I'll be the Nintendo guy, basically. So I'm going to hook up. Uh, You're going to be our anime uh, and Nintendo <laughs> correspondent. <laughs> Coming to you live from the field. Coming You're wearing a news hat with a little fucking oh, news ticket sticking out of it. Today in the anime world. <laughs> I am watching, I actually am watching an anime, if I can talk about that uh, real quick. Uh, there's an anime that I got into. It's the same guys that did uh, Death Note. Uh, completely different departure from uh, Death Note. Utterly different. Uh, it's a slice of life. And I'm now watching. You're not watching. You, 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 don't watch it. Don't get. Don't bother. Uh, it, it sounds like no Polar Bear Cafe either. It's, it's not a Polar Bear Cafe either. Although there's a parody of see, it, the premise of the show is that it is literally it's their story. Kind of, it's kind of like allegories of their story of creating manga. So it's about these two manga creators and okay. like how they how they like came into writing for Shonen Jump and all the you know the big com- you know manga companies and stuff like that. But it's funny because like inside it are parody shows that don't really exist or parody manga that don't really exist. And one of them is very much like uh, like Polar Bear Cafe. It's called Otter Eleven, and it's just a dude yeah. with an otter head. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's got like a he's got like a business suit, but he's just got an otter face, and he like he tries to behave like a man, you know. Like, but he's got an otter face. Yeah, <laughs> he's Otter Number Eleven. So I don't know why. Put him down. <laughs> Oh boy, but yeah, I figured you'd enjoy that. It's like Octo Dad. It is like Octo Dad. It's very much like Octo Dad. I figured you'd enjoy that. So, but I uh, do. yeah, but uh, yeah, it's a fun manga. It's it, it's a fun uh, anime. It's it's very slice of life. It's very oh, we're gonna do this and then we're gonna get married and blah blah blah. But it's all about them just like kind of persevering and making new ma- manga and getting serialized and wanting that manga to become an anime and it's uh, pretty fun. Somebody so. told me recently that I had to watch an anime because I liked. Death Note, and yeah, I'm reaching into my brain. I've got it written down somewhere. It's like Code Geese or something. Oh, Co- Code Geass. Yeah, yeah. That's a very interesting one, actually. I don't know if you'd like that. It's, it's probably much more anime than uh, than uh, Death Note, I would say. But it is very cerebral in a way. Uh, the main character kind of has this ability to uh, make people do what do what he wants, and he kind of discovers that. But it's it has like rules attached to it, so like he can only make one person do it once, you know, like do one thing. So he can't like do. So it's like ge- blow me. Yeah, basically, <laughs> it's like it's like he he can use the gios, but only like on one like once per person. So and there's this whole like sort of geopolitical uh, futuristic thing to it. And there's giant fighting mechs, but you know. So you just look at him and say, "Vote Bernie Sanders." <laughs> but, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what he does. That is that is kind of what he does with it a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, uh, but uh, yeah, it, it's a pretty cool anime. I liked it. Uh, it's got a good ending. I actually like the ending a lot. Uh, 
A lot of people had a problem with the ending, but I thought it made sense. A lot so. of people hated the ending yeah. of Death Note, and I like it. Yeah, so. I like the ending of Death Note as well. The weird thing I've found with <laughs> anime, I, I, I've been occasionally still touching it here and there. Sure, sure. Is that I like super dark anime. Yeah, yeah, you do And do that. absolutely fucking adorable anime. <laughs> <laughs> you do. It's like polar spectrums right there. None of that in-between crap. And I, <laughs> I can't. Do sexy anime? Yeah, sexy anime is weird. I can't. I can't really get into it. It, 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 mm, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't do anything for me. No, it doesn't. It's, it's like repugnant. <laughs> I don't know. It's like people have their fetishes. I don't really care. Well, I'm not but saying yeah. it for them. I'm saying sure. to me. To me. Yeah, you're I right. Find I find it agree. to be that. I agree. It's just there's nothing like really like. Oh, panty shot, uh, senpai sama. Like I don't <laughs> fucking like. I don't know. I just had a really like, funny like, mental <laughs> image of you in a dress. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, like you just showing me, like, here's what I don't like. Here's what I don't like. And when they do this, when they do this, when they, when they flash their uh, panties, I don't really care for that. <laughs> I just walk in in a schoolgirl outfit. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just showing you what I don't like. Here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, this is the best podcast. It's the best podcast in the world. <laughs> Uh, what have you been playing? Uh, <laughs> I have a story for you. Okay, you have a story for me. Do you want to hear how I got a computer this weekend? I do want to hear Have I told you the whole story? I don't think you have. You've kind of, like, you hinted at it through texting and through your It's kind of hard to give, like, a whole story. Sure. All right, Just I'm going to make this real short. Give a rundown. All right, so I have been curious about the Alienware Alpha for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's basically a console that is a PC. Yeah. So I've been keeping my eyes on things like eBay and Craigslist, seeing where prices are and things like that, because I just the more I started rolling it around in my head, I didn't want to spend a thousand bucks for on a PC. Right. I'm fine with spending a thousand dollars on a PC like eight months from now mm-hmm. if I prove to myself I'm actually gonna fucking use it. Right, yeah. But the last two times I built a PC, it sits there on you. Yeah, it just sat there, yeah. And it, it's gotten better. Uh thank God Microsoft released the Xbox app for Windows 10. Sure. So I, my buddies that are playing on Xbox One, I can totally just hop in a party with them. Right. Which is fucking great. Which is great, yeah. Because so, like, <laughs> the problem I've always had with PC gaming is that it's always so fucking sterile because it's like right. one or two of my friends have this, but they don't all have it. Right, yeah. So they all just kind of congregate on the Xbox because they all have it. Right. And for me, video gaming, for the most part, is a very, very social experience. Whether I'm playing a game with someone or not, mm-hmm. I just like hanging out and talking to people. It's, it's just, it's my decompress from work, sure. bullshit for a little bit, and then go to bed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I've been keeping my eyes on Craigslist and shit like that. And a Steam machine, mm-hmm. which is the exact same hardware as an Alienware mm-hmm. Alpha, uh, popped up on Craigslist a few weeks back for 400 bucks. Right. And I, I've been watching this thing, and I'm like, it doesn't have Windows on it. <laughs> and that's the thing, is that like, the Alienware Alphas come with the Steam controller. I will mm-hmm. let you... Uh, I mean, the Alienware sure. Steam boxes right. come with the Steam controller, yep. which is a very weird controller. It is very weird. I, I remember uh, seeing this one. It's got under uh, triggers. It's got under triggers there. It's got sort of like a mouse paddy mm-hmm. kind of... That has uh, look acceleration mm-hmm. on it that's really weird. Yeah. It's got one thumbstick. You can program these mm-hmm. yeah, with what you want, I Full, believe. Fully, right? uh, yeah. every game that you go to boot up with it, uh, it will say like... 
hey, there is a button layout for this, but do you want to look for custom ones? Right, yeah. And people can upload their own configurations, like, this is how I like to play. Right, yeah. Uh, which so, is kind of cool. Because a lot of people nowadays are very, like, anti-thumb, like, especially mm-hmm. with the Elite Controller. If you can, like, fit in all the all the controls to yeah. not use the thumb or the middle of the pad, like, as much as possible, other than the... Well, especially the with sticks, how, like, do that. how ingrained people are with, you know, fucking, on the PC, it's all about look speed and never taking your hand off that thing. Right, yeah. And this... Gives you that right. Um, the thumbsticks on it, uh, thumbstick on it is not bad. It, uh, it feels a little weird. Um, the uh, the D pads feel a little weird. Um, within about but, a, because we got to think you're never going to use it like a D pad. It's true. You're not. You're going to use it like a mouse. Like you're going to use that like a ma- like mm-hmm. you can you can scroll over this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. And it's so, got so uh, haptic feedback in it. So the closer you get to the sides, it will give you feedback to let you know, hey, you're getting close to the edge here. Right, yeah. Which yeah, is that's nice. A, that's pretty nice, yeah. So, um, so you're not like, you're like, oh, 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 and you're running out of space, yeah. Yeah, so, and having to track your thumb back too quickly track. without realizing it. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's a good controller. Believe it or not, within like an hour or two of using it, I got kind of used to it. So uh, back to the story. Um, this guy had a, a steam machine, and, uh, you know, he was looking to get 400 bucks out of it and uh you know i straight up replied to him and i said hey man like <laughs> i don't want to offend you or anything <laughs> yeah i said hey like you know do you still have the steam machine yeah would you be willing to take less right and he said yes i do and yes i would right and i said man feel free not to respond and just fucking block me or whatever <laughs> i'll give you 200 bucks right yeah and, and what, was, what was the for sale price? Was four hundred. Four hundred. Okay, so you went with half. Wow. All right. It, it had been yeah. on there for like two weeks. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and I said, man, I got cash. Right. And I'll meet you in an hour. Right. Yeah. And uh, so this and, was local. This was like mm-hmm. here. That was okay. Southern Indiana. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but he just sent me a message back and said, yeah, it's fine. Oh. Um, <laughs> he didn't even counter me. Yeah. Straight cash. Wow. I so I would have came back for two fifty at least. Uh, <laughs> I told him that. Well, I yeah. made it clear. Yeah. This is what I will give this you. This is what I, yeah, I gotcha, yeah. Made it clear that you... And <clears throat> I, I have a way of being, like, kind of firm with people. So, to the point where they'll either just walk away or say yes. Right, yeah. Uh, I, I don't I don't fiddle you, with people. You, you do sell stuff for a living. So. Yeah, I'm kind of good at it. <laughs> You're kind of good at that. So, so yeah, the, uh, I ended up going and meeting the guy, and I got the thing, and I brought it home, and it had that Steam OS on it, which is... Uh, uh, Valve's version of Linux, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and decided pretty much immediately, I don't want this. <laughs> so I took it over to my buddy Jason's house, and uh, he and I uh, formatted the device, put mm-hmm. Windows 10 on it, right, and commenced to downloading a bunch of stuff. Played Doom on it. It nice. looks way better there than it does on the console. Nice. Uh, you know, hooked an Xbox One controller up to it, and yeah, uh, that is pretty. And cool. I played through quite a few games. Yeah, uh, I. So, so it's essentially a PC that acts kind of like a console, basically. It's a console in the sense that you just plug two things in, man. Plug two things in, and that's it. And HDMI, right. power cable, that's it. But then it's just like running Windows on a PC, and you mm-hmm. just download Steam and all that crap, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, there you go. It's, it's kind of ingenious. <laughs> yep, kind of brilliant. It's <clears> like we, the Raspberry Pi, but bigger. <laughs> and if any of you are curious about what Steam OS is, mm-hmm. if, when you boot up Steam, if you go into big picture mode, I don't know if you've ever used that, mm-hmm. that... That custom UI, that's Steam OS, that's Steam except OS. you never get out of it. Right, yeah. And uh, the thing I did like about it is that I played a couple of games on it and Windows. Uh, you can definitely tell how much thinner 
mm-hmm. that OS client is. Right. In the sense that a couple of games, I was able to get like two or three frames more out of them right. a second. Sure. Just because it was you know hitting the processor, hitting the RAM less. Yeah. I mean, but you're not whatever. Gonna, yeah, it's it's not. It's it, that sure that's why it exists the way it is. Dealer, but it's as thin as it is, is so you can run stuff better on it. Well, and just because yeah. Valve hates Microsoft. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. Uh, the guns. <laughs> can't stand them. Uh, but yeah, so I, I've been goofing around with that thing, and uh, last night I uh, I played and finished mm-hmm. a game on it. Yeah. Uh, I bought a bunch of games on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like the first thing you do is that like this weekend, The Witcher One Extended Edition. Yeah. Buck fifty. Yeah. <laughs> the Witcher Two, Assassin of Kings, two bucks, two dollars. So for three fifty, I had the first two Witcher games. First two Witchers, you got so all, I, you got all three Witchers. So I, I bought this computer to play games from ten years ago. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I played through like five or six hours of the first Witcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, that game scales up pretty well without mods. Right. Uh, I've gotten into the dark fucking realm of PC mods. Mm. I started downloading a bunch of mods for Stalker, Call of Pripyat, a Russian-made video game. Mm. All the mods are in Russian. Hmm. So. <laughs> and I'm having to find, like, conversion software to know what the documentation says. Uh, which is fucking interesting. I'm sure, I'm sure that's fun. Uh, There's a part of me that's a tinkerer that kind of enjoys it, though. Right, yeah. That's uh, why you listen to those number stations. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> the buzzer. The buzzer. Uh, but yeah, uh, that sounds pretty rad. Um, and I guess uh, for the what you've been playing part of this, I guess mm-hmm. long story short, yeah, um, I purchased this week's Humble Bundle yeah, um, and ended up with a second copy of Her Story, which I gave to you. Yes. You um, but two of the other games that were in there were uh, uh, Random Access Memories? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, Sybil. Uh, Sybil. I played and finished Sybil last night. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't like FMV <laughs> narrative-driven experiences, you can just go ahead and zone out for about four <laughs> minutes. <laughs> um, don't even pay attention to this. Also, if you're some of the dicks that I know that are like, well, I don't ever play video games as chicks. Uh, I know guys that are like that. Yeah, I don't get that they mentality. Won't buy, they won't buy a video game where you play as a female protagonist. I, I, don't, I don't understand that mentality. So, all right, here's what Sybil is. I'm not even going to go into it. <laughs> if, if you're going to give me a choice between a male protagonist and a female protagonist, I typically choose the female because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be staring at their ass the whole time. So it might as well be a female ass. My justification is not that. Mine's different. <laughs> yeah. My justification for if you give me a choice between a male and a female, I yeah. pick the female. Because think about it. What are almost all video games about? A yeah. male power fantasy? Right. So it's like you just beating the shit out of people. Yeah. If you're a chick, you're way more badass. I, know, I, I like doing that more, better anyway. But yeah. Just, yeah, when you're a fucking female shepherd yeah. kicking people out of fucking window. That is so cool. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, so I, I played Sybil. Uh, Sybil's a game uh, made by a woman named Nina Freeman, mm-hmm. uh, who now works at uh, Tacoma Game Company, the mm-hmm. people that are making Tacoma, that weird space game. Right. Uh, that you might have confused for Adrift. <laughs> uh, looks kind of similar. Sure. But uh, yeah, so I, I picked up Sybil, and uh, uh, it's a game that's it, it's around 60 to 90 minutes long. It's designed to be played sort of in, in one sitting. Uh, it's a story about herself that actually uses text conversations, email conversations, and pictures 
from her actual relationship that she built when she was 19 mm. with this guy she met online. So those were real pictures then. I didn't yes, realize Yes, those that. are the ones from that time period. Huh, interesting. And the only pictures that have been changed to protect the innocent are the name and the pictures of her boyfriend, which have been replaced with her now current boyfriend. Ah, yeah. Okay. Because um, when I started... Uh, I wanted to pop on Twitter and let her know that I finished the game and just be like, oh, yeah, I really enjoyed the game. Right. And uh, so I followed her, and her name on Twitter is Hentai PhD. <laughs> good name, by the way. Good name. Good uh, name. That's a good PhD. Is that you, four? you might also remember... Is that a four-year of hentai? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. She, she was there for all seven years. <laughs> yeah, and she finished her dissertation. There you go. Um, but you might also remember her from a lot of that Gamergate stuff. Right. Okay. Uh, she one was of one of the women that was being targeted. Okay, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. During all that. And, yeah. uh, like, she worked on a game. If I'm not mistaken, I believe she also worked on Depression Quest. That was Zoe... Oh, that is Zoe. Yeah, Zoe Deschanel or whatever. No, that's, that's an actress. <laughs> yeah, Zoe Deschanel. That's what it was. Uh, yeah, that was, that was uh, what's your face, yeah. No, no, yeah. She the, did Depression Quest. I, I stand corrected. But, yeah, yeah, she's another one that was targeted at the same time because yeah. she's a woman and people are super fucking dark and sexist on the internet, you guys. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> Shocker. Here's the thing. Twitter fucking is full of assholes. Uh, just saying. <laughs> I gotta be honest, like, and I thought I was, like, super callous to this. Yeah. Some of that stuff when it was happening, I was like, yeah, what I mean, is wrong with I you? I mean, yeah, it's, but, it's, like, that's what the point of it was. Like, it wasn't even too, like, it's just like, oh, here's a troll. He's gonna, that, that's what the internet is, like, that's what those assholes do. I don't like it. No, I don't like it either. I don't they're, like they're, it. They're assholes. Like, what are you gonna do? It's, All right. It's like, <laughs> but I digress. I won't make this some kind of weird quasi-political sure. debate. Sure, no, let's about, not. About uh, the treatment of women on the let's, internet let's by not. a man in his 30s. Let's not do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or a 14-year-old. Probably a thirteen-year-old. No, I was saying like me standing on the side oh, of the oh, right, right. Okay, gotcha. As yeah. a man in his thirties, gotcha. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So basically, she made this video game. Like when she was nineteen, she met this guy playing an MMORPG, mm-hmm. and they formed a friendship. They were in a guild together, and it kind of uh, over the course of about seven months in the video game escalates from friendship to a relationship, mm-hmm. which culminates in a meeting of him coming from Seattle to New York to meet her. Sure. And the game is a combination of a fake PC operating system interface, mm-hmm. which you can fully interact with, read her poetry, look at photos, and it all changes based on like the time period. So it's like, here's a couple months later. Right. And you can start reading the way that her poetry changed based on the, the emotions that she was feeling. So it's right. kind of cool. As somebody who's into that kind of detail stuff, sure, it's very cool. It feels a lot like yeah. her story in that way, in the mm-hmm. sense that, as you're spending time here, you're digging into this computer, you're learning more. Yeah, it, it's very personally investigative. Like, yes. it entices you to investigate. Like, I noticed that. Like, it it's does. Like, oh, look, a new picture that wasn't there before. Exactly. So now you want to look and, at a picture, who's that? You and, know. oh, like, your friends are sending you instant messages, they're yeah. sending you emails, uh, like, you know, and it's, it's really funny, like, I didn't know how things were going to go but you start getting emails about, like, oh, you know, cheap flights to this place, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. Huh. She's just gonna fly out and see this dude. <laughs> like that's what's uh, gonna happen here. But yeah, like yeah. It, it's cool. Like I caught myself just like 
after about like 10 minutes, I just, I was like, I need to play more of this game. This fake mm-hmm. MMORPG that they built in there, super rudimentary, it's one fucking button. Right. It's left click on the mouse. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Uh, but the whole time that you're playing that, it's just like playing a Diablo kind of thing, because you're checking emails, you're getting yeah. other things. It's like a mindless game like those things normally are. Sure. Uh, and the cool thing is, the uh, the game is almost entirely voiced over mm-hmm. uh, by the male and female leads in this game. Uh, so, like, while you're doing this, and, like, if you click over and you're staring at an email for too long and you open up a website and all this other stuff, by the time you go to close it, he's like, hello? <laughs> oh, wow. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I just, sorry. <laughs> I had a thing. Zoned out. And, yeah, it's, uh, That's cool. it's, it's really reactive to your input in a way that, like, masks the fact that this game is going to go this way no matter what. Right. But in that moment, I felt like, wow, this is kind of cool. I... Yeah. I I don't want my praise of this to come out like this is a game that everybody has to play. It's absolutely fantastic. Sure. But I got it for 33 cents. Right, yeah. So, <laughs> what do you do? That's a pretty good game for 33 cents. And with a with a nice little fake MMO inside of it. So. Yeah, and it's just it's it's interesting. I I like meta commentary. Mm-hmm. I like when things are about personal experiences, it's yeah. something that, you know, as somebody who yeah, that, has an appreciation for the human experience. Yeah, and that that is a new trend uh, recently. Just that... Pers- and I love it. That personal experience being put into the developer's game, like, that's a thing. Like, it just yeah, really... My- the, yeah. the the baby game that was uh, that, uh, that dragon cancer that dragon cancer yeah or just, uh, fucking uh, Firewatch Firewatch a game I wrote Firewatch. about nine hundred words where I basically sucked that game's dick <laughs> <laughs> that game verbally that, verbally <laughs> that game instead of being cribbed in a fake Diablo style yeah. MMO yeah. is totally just fucking Metroid yeah. Right, but, but it's but it's, it's telling you a personal story, mm-hmm. and yeah. I just man, I don't know, I don't know why I'm so weird about that stuff, but yeah. I like it. Yeah. It's it's good stuff. I'm the kind of guy that like I'm I'm the kind of guy that will watch dramas. Yeah, and my friends are like, yo, we're gonna go watch like Captain America, and I'm like, oh, this indie movie that's uh... <laughs> like there's a movie that's out. It's called Room, right. and it's about this. Oh, Room's great. Room's fr- I have to see. It. I need to see it. I have not seen it. It sounds fantastic. I need to see that movie. Do you want to watch Room with me? Uh, we should definitely watch Room, and yeah. we'll. Uh, put commentary on the website. I don't know. <laughs> no, I think we, we probably record, won't do that. We'll record a separate podcast like yeah. we did for Fast and Furious because right. I don't want to belabor people with that depressing that's fucking that, that, thing. That's true. But yeah, true. I just, I, I, yeah, I really enjoyed Sybil. I had a good time with it. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad to be back fucking around with the computer again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like I, I like it so much. I'm selling you my Wii U because I know that I won't have time to play it. Yeah, you won't even play the thing. And while the system's still it. viable and you can get enjoyment out of it, and you can play Mario Maker and all mm-hmm. this other stuff, I I, yeah. I will play the hell out of Mario. It Maker. is yours. I appreciate that very much. He's not giving it to me. I'm paying for it. Let's not be. It's like I'm not that much of a I'm giving you a deal. It's a big deal, but I am paying him for it. I'm not getting it for free. So don't uh, don't. Don't think I'm a that big of a cheapskate. <laughs> I don't care if you think I'm a cheapskate. Well, Brandon, just don't think it's over there. Don't, like, <laughs> don't, don't, you can think I'm a cheapskate, just don't think I, I, I thieve things. That's all. <laughs> I, like, I pay for my stuff. Hey, I Brandon, cheaply. where the fuck's my Wii U? Where's my Wii U? I, I don't know. Your backpack looks heavy. So I got a new Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the games I had on. Where's my sandwich? No, no. I don't know. like... I'm pretty sure that's mine. No, I brought this. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah, that's cool. That's uh, what we've been playing. 
Uh, that moves us on to our topic, our old-ass game of the day, uh, which is Otogi 2. And if all goes well, yeah. there's footage on the site yeah. soon? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, yeah, we'll put some footage up. It'll probably be, you know, we'll probably put it up here with this commentary, so that's fine. Uh, Otogi 2 um, is for the Xbox from From Software. I did not mess that up again. It is From Software as the developer, which is the same guys who brought us the... Uh, famously brought us the Dark Souls, the Souls games, and the Bloodburn. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, uh, again, you bought this thing for like 15 bucks, brand spanking new out of the warehouse. Um, there you go. Uh, it looked pretty cool. I, 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 I loved it. It's very smash em up beat em up type, uh, would you say Devil May Cry-ish type stuff? But, uh... Yeah, yeah I would say, uh... But with a formative experience in the third-person character action genre. Mm -hmm, yeah. Um, it's definitely not as... Very gun-grave. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> Maybe a better gun-grave, we'll say. Fans of the podcast know that's not <laughs> that's true. That's not true at all. Um, no, but it's got, uh, it's got destructible layouts. It's got, uh, what... Five separate characters you can pick from. I guess you you gain them as you go along. Yeah, yeah. But, you un uh, you unlock them. Like unlock basically, there will be one. these missions where it's like, oh, this dude, mm -hmm. you fucking, yeah. you gotta save him and then yeah. you place him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you you start off the game as Reichel. Reichel. Well, actually, you start off as it's a woman. That's true. You start off as Hat Lady. Yeah, and then she has to basically free Reiko, right. uh, who is sealed inside of his sword at the sacred tree. Yeah. Uh, so that he can go cleanse the world of demons again inside his badass demon slaying sword. Yeah. <laughs> Just Super dope. Uh, which is like as big as him. It's got uh, it's got good ink on it too. Good good tats on that sword. Uh, but anyway, uh, so yeah, he's part of a clan of exec uh, executioners. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and they fight demons. Uh, you basically have to cleanse each area of the demon before you move on. So it's basically a hunt and kill mission. Basically doom. Yeah, basically doom. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a hunt and kill mission. You you kill Japanese uh, demons and stuff. You start off as the uh, as the lady at the beginning being chased by a nine-tailed fox. Mm -hmm. uh, anybody who's ever watched any anime ever or played Pokemon knows that a nine-tailed fox is steeped in their uh, culture. It's a thing that exists. I know, I used to know the name of it. I don't anymore. Uh, go watch Naruto. Actually, don't do that. Uh, if you want to know the, the history of that nine-tailed fox. Uh, do a anyway, little history on the, uh, on the game? I would absolutely love some history on that game. All right, cool. Uh, the Atogi games uh, are probably one of the one of the first like post-launch like showpieces mm -hmm. for the original Xbox. Sure, this was in the days when uh, Sega had that hot rotted engine that they were using to fuel a lot of their uh, their development for the original Xbox. Mm -hmm. uh, Sega was one of the companies that came hot and heavy with a lot of really good looking stuff because they had cool tech. Yeah. Uh, Gun Valkyrie is a game that you've probably never heard of, but early on in the Xbox's lifespan, you were like, holy shit, nothing looks this good. Yeah. And uh, Atogi's another one of those. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, From Software actually built this game. I tried to actually look up and see who the director on this was. They're a little tight-lipped about who actually directed all this. Oh. Um, it, it's not uncommon for that era. Interesting. Um, especially where this... where they were spread across... 
one director could technically be overseeing several games. Sure. Because at the same time when they're hot and heavy with the uh, Armored Core games uh, for the PlayStation brand. So, you know, they're brought in by Sega to do Mm -hmm. uh, Otogi Myth of Demons, the original game. Right. Uh, And then, uh, I can't remember the subtitle for Otogi 2, but uh, because I'm not staring at the box right now. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so they uh, they get brought in to, uh, to make that game. Yeah. The, there's a lot of big differences about Atogi uh, than there is uh, for other third-person character action games of the genre. Sure. First of which being, these are not big linear levels for you to progress through ever. Right. They're just not that. Right. They're big, wide-open battlefields. Mm-hmm. And you start in one area, and typically you'll have to end it in one spot. Like, it'll, like one enemy will pop up and you hit him through a wall, like right. as we saw in one of the cinematics. Yeah. Which you're probably seeing here. Yeah. Huh? Huh? Is that there? Is that there? Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's the part of the footage we didn't get, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like, uh, so say there will be 30 enemies or whatever. So you pop yeah. in here. And uh, the other thing about this game that's really interesting is because of how cool their tech was, From Software was given so much horsepower with the original Xbox and such a solid engine that they said, well, we can do all kinds of crazy particle effects, which means that we can start blowing up geometry. Yeah. (laughs) So the entire game is just you walking through, light attacking, hard attacking, and just ginning guys up and shooting them out of buildings. So you'll do a hard attack, and a guy will just catapult through a wall (laughs) into a fucking cliff, and then just this Japanese pagoda that you're in just rips apart. You're like, that's awesome! That's so cool! And he he ping-pongs in the background until he's dead. And it does, uh, you know, like a really cool thing that like Battlefield Bad Company did as well, so, like, if you if you jump up and do a down strike at a guy, when he collides with the ground, he makes a hole in the ground. Right. Uh, so it's just, it's really good. Yeah. Good tech. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I just think that for the day, I wish that these games were compatible, well, more compatible with modern displays. Sure. Uh, it's something that, like, God, a PC port of these things could look so crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's just that you're limited by frame rate. You're limited by aspect ratio. You're limited by, you know, interlacing issues. Yeah. Uh, but these games still hold up really well, and they're really cool. Plug it into a fucking CRT TV and be blown away yeah. with just how crazy this game was. My first <laughs> exposure uh, to a Togi Myth of Demons was with an original Xbox demo disc. Yeah. And Interesting. I remember going out and I bought OXM. I feel like there was another game on that demo, or like on a demo disc that was your first experience with the game when we've had on your... I, my first experience... Uh, exposure to a lot of original Xbox games was through that because I wasn't quite in the industry yet. I had done a couple of things here and there. But at that point, demos were your first exposure to a lot of stuff. It's true. Um, True. It's not like it is now Mm -hmm. uh, where betas Betas, and all this other shit or you're watching full playthroughs before a game even (laughs) ships and shit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, You know, in those days, like, you know, you were lucky to get a 640 by 480 tiny real player video of this stuff and it's like, it seems like it could be cool. That could be all right. Maybe. I I don't know. Knows. And so much yeah. of that was so faked that you yeah. almost never believed that stuff until it was in your hands. Right, until it was in there. It was it was so early in development anyway that's like it's not gonna be that when it gets to you. There's so two like... words that I I learned to fear when it came to video games was target render. Target render. <laughs> like this is our target render. We don't know if we're gonna get that yet. If you want proof of target <laughs> render, yeah. 
Go back and look at the Madden 06. Yeah, the Madden Xbox 06. Xbox 360. I remember the Target. Madden. Games remember. don't look that good now. No, they that don't. That was a decade yeah. ago. That was fake. <laughs> like, oh, it was so fake. Oh, Studio Blue made that shit for you, didn't they? Uh, anyway, yeah, that was that was terrible. <laughs> you might as well have just shown me an anime and said, that's what our video games are going to look like. That's going to look like. It's going to be rad, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I really yeah. like these games. The, the great thing about Atogi is that because they're not spending all this time building all of these unique assets all the time to have these big long linear levels Mm -hmm. you end up with a lot of levels and you can also play them on a lot of difficulties to unlock more stuff Mm -hmm. so you can beat a level and then go back as a different character unlock more gear uh and just kind of keep grinding these things to a certain degree you can almost think of it as like a precursor to monster huntery kind of thing sure except less shitty Right. Um, uh, yeah, but it, you could call it a precursor. In ways, like it's way easier, but you could call it a precursor in that reg- of grinding, uh, you know, the Souls games. Uh, in a yeah, way. and these games Which are very difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for a third-person character action game, yeah. they're quite long. Right. Because they're not building these huge, long narrative structures right. and, you know, integrated cutscene moments and stuff. Like, you get some cutscenes at the beginning, and you'll get a little bit here and there at the beginning of every level, yeah. but it ain't much. Right. They just focused on making making a game that was fucking bitching to play. Mm-hmm. And it shows. Yeah. It's just, it's a really good time. Yeah, they would just give you arenas, and like, here's an arena, you're in a cave, fight the gargoyles. Yep. Here's an arena, you're in a, you're in a, a freaking temple, fight the paper men. Yep. And, you know, and, you know like, you'll have, on average, in every stage, you know, three to four uh, different types of enemies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll have like a, a soft and a heavy version of those guys. Yeah. Uh, you'll get, uh, you know, there's tons of pickups in the environment, but there's also gear as well, mm-hmm. um, accessories that you can equip on your character. Yeah. And you can also spend points to level up. I mean, yeah. it's got RPG elements all over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and this game, it man, it's it, it held up as good as I could have hoped Yeah, uh, for a game that is now 14 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's not... It's not uh, not spanking new that one. No, uh, yeah, it, it uh, the interface uh, feels a lot like Ninja Gaiden in a way. Um, uh, a lot of it feels like Ninja Gaiden. It's not quite as like polished graphically as Ninja Gaiden, but uh, you know, it's you know, it, it it fits that same gameplay type that, this, that you would this say. Is, and it certainly isn't as hard. As, it's funny that you mentioned the Ninja like. Gaiden comparison. Yeah, uh, the reason why I think that one is actually really poignant. Is that you know we went back recently, you and I, and played Ninja Gaiden, mm-hmm. and that game still looked, believe it or not, fairly contemporary. Yeah. Because it focused on doing a couple of things really well mm-hmm. and looking really good and being small. Mm-hmm. This is uh, at the time you were you were very likely to get like you know if you look at Grand Theft Auto Three, that game's ugly. Yeah. But it was cool because it was big. Yeah. So you always kind of this is like the midline between you go big. Yeah. And be kind of ugly, or small and be pretty, and this is in the middle, where yeah. they went kind of big-ish. Right. But they're not too big, and... But then they also threw in tech yeah. to give you the destructible environments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it's, you know... They, they gave you a little taste of something different that probably not a whole lot of things were doing at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there were destructible environments in Gungrave, I'm gonna go ahead and say that. Uh... <laughs> My gun grade comparisons will not stop today, but uh, we will get some gun. We, we, we've decided we will get gun grave footage from yeah, now on. Yeah, we, we decided we, that we're we, going to get gun grave footage. <laughs> it was your idea. <laughs> yeah, I know, because I, I, I need to relive the magic for <laughs> the first to time. Relive, you need to relive that magic, because it's gorgeous. Oh, man, I, I love that game, and I know it's bad. I don't know what to tell you about it. Uh, 
Love it, but it's terrible. Um, but no, Otogi is a good game. Definitely. Uh, Otogi is absolutely a game that you should yeah. go back and play if you have mm-hmm. any kind of reverence for From Software mm-hmm. or the origins of the third person character yeah. action genre, mm-hmm. or if you just want to play something that nobody else talks about. Yeah. And the upside to this is that about five to seven years ago, these games were around fifty to seventy dollars a piece, and now right. you can get them for less than twenty. Right, they're a steal at that price because they're still fun. Yeah, they still work. Yeah, they still look good, and there's a lot of software on your computer where you can actually boot original Xbox games off disc on your computer. Yeah, and apply all kinds of filters to them so they look really good. So if you're really worried about the way that it looks, there yeah. are things you can do <laughs> to blow that thing up in a nice way. It's true. Um. And yeah, I I I definitely think that uh, this is one of the games I want to talk about for a while. Yeah, yeah. And while I don't necessarily have like a huge protracted story to go with it, like a lot of the other games, sure. Because just a lot of the development history of this is not really known. Yeah, it's like kind of steeped in mystery, like you said. Don't Sega know. was taking a shotgun blast approach to third party development because they're like, okay, we're not supporting a platform anymore. So we got a lot of money to go around, mm-hmm. and they just started doing whatever. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they're like, "Jet Set Radio Future, go, <laughs> Togi, go, go. Gun Valkyrie, go." go. <laughs> you know, we're gonna port Crazy Taxi to literally everything. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! And a fucking a acclaim was uh, porting Sega games at first. Oh, some mm. of that stuff was bad. Ooh, yeah. Those acclaim ports of Sega acclaim. games. Yeah. Woof. Can acclaim port anything like decently? I'm glad that they're not allowed to do anything anymore. <laughs> acclaim. Oh, acclaim. One of the most. This side of LJN. Yeah. Which is also acclaim. <laughs> one of the most disgraced brands in all of video games. It is. It absolutely is. Uh, we should talk about that guy, though. Uh, the guy who started LJN. Uh, business genius, that guy. Absolutely, a thousand percent. Uh, I would actually love to talk about that because that dude has a weird little bit of history that I learned that I learned Don't some stuff up. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, he bait, you know, LJN. If anybody, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. Actually, I'd love to do an LJN episode. Let's just do that sometime, oh, yeah. and we'll just talk about it. We'll talk about that guy's whole uh, shtick because it's pretty interesting. A lot of those guys in the in the gaming industry actually, like fucking what's his face in Nintendo America. Uh, Howard Lincoln? No, the fucking, what's his name? Reggie fils Oh. Uh, yeah, he created the Bigfoot pizza. I think we're talking old Nintendo. No, 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 like, no. Howard no. Lincoln? I mean, like, what's right, weird about Howard Lincoln? No, I mean, like, right now, like, Reggie fils created the fucking Bigfoot pizza for Pizza Hut. That's how he got his name. That's how he became a big shot. Before that, it was actually pronounced Phil Anime. <laughs> Phil Anime. Phil, Phil Maze. <laughs> Phil Maze. Reggie Philly cheesesteak. He's a Philly cheesesteak. Oh, Reggie, we love you. Uh, that's probably one of my favorite memes on the internet, is the Reggie fils where he's just like, hmm? <laughs> he's like, got both his hands up, like, I don't know. I'm going to give you a controversial stance here. Yeah? I don't like Reggie. You don't like Reggie fils I don't yeah. like Reggie. Uh, there's a lot of people who don't like Reggie. It's not very controversial. <laughs> the fucking Reginator. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, Call me the Reginator. How about you go fuck yourself? <laughs> How about you go... Yeah, I'm not going to say go that. Go die in a fire. Well, don't say that, because the other Nintendo guy died, so you don't want to see that happen. Yeah, and he's yeah. the one I didn't want to die. It's true, I know. Why Satoru Iwata, motherfucker. Satoru Iwata. Why, why couldn't Fizume pass? I'm kidding, I don't want anybody to die. That's terrible. Uh, but so, if there was a gun so, pointed at Satoru Iwata and Reggie, 
I would have pushed Reggie in front of Satoru Iwata. If he had two bullets, and he has Satoru Iwata and Reggie Fizeme, I'd shoot Reggie twice. <laughs> Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I, I definitely think that, uh, you know, the... This era of Sega, especially, they were oddly prolific on the original Xbox, mm-hmm. uh, especially because Microsoft was doing a lot of things to get their inroads <clears> in <throat> Japan, uh, which didn't necessarily ever really pan out. No. Uh, it panned out better for the 360. Yeah. Uh, because they, they went with a Japanese-centric approach to that system that... You know, whole fucking remember Generation Remix. Gener- I remember Generation you know, Remix. You, you can swap out your faceplates, bro. <laughs> this one's got an anime lady on it. It's got an anime lady, and we're selling lots of those. Do that. Uh, yeah, I mean that that, that sold, probably sold pretty well for over there. Yeah, uh, for uh, a for a Microsoft uh, device in Japan, which you know. That's... Yeah, 360 <laughs> did quite well. Yeah, it did. Uh, it did. And it, that game became like, uh, I own a Japanese 360, mm-hmm. and maybe we'll goof around with that one day. Yeah. Uh, one of the reasons I own it is because I love vertical scrolling shooters, sure. like old school arcade shooters. Yeah. And they all went to the 360 <laughs> for... I don't know why. Why did that happen? Uh, dude, you want to see the well, new Raiden? Yeah. Only coming to the Xbox One. Weird. I, they just, why? I don't know. <laughs> they just, they get that stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. Cave is just like, man, that Xbox. Pretty sweet. (laughs) Pretty awesome, that one. Uh, but yeah, you love the Robotron, you love the, all those guys, so. Well, that's not necessarily a scrolling shooter. Oh, no, I'm sorry, scrolling shooter. Thinking more like Raiden, I'm thinking more like, uh. I'm thinking top-down Zivius. Right, Zivius, uh, Xanadu, uh, uh, Zakarian. Uh, and they all have like an X Zanzibar, <laughs> Zanzibar. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know all those guys. Uh, Xavier Woods, uh, Ziggy Stardust, um, Ziggy Stardust. Uh, you know all the shooters. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, Otogi's pretty rad, and I love that game. Uh, I would love to uh, play through that a little bit more because yeah. I liked it. So yeah, I, I think that uh, you can expect. Uh, some more footage of old ass games coming soon. Yes. Uh, hopefully, if everything works out, we'll have an accompanying video to go with most all of these, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, be cutting podcast footage into some of that stuff, or maybe some of them, if there's a specific moment I want to discuss, maybe we'll have standalone videos for those. Yep. Uh, of just here's what I'm doing, here's why I'm saying this kind of thing. <laughs> Here, uh, here's a part of that old game that you probably didn't hear about or knew about. Yeah. Loved, so. uh, you know, and we might actually do the thing in the original Halo where you kill the Master Chief. Yeah. Uh, nobody, I've never seen a video of this on the internet. Really? Where you kill the Master Chief? I found out how to, ki- I didn't. Forgive me. I didn't find this out. My okay. friend Josh found this out. Okay. Let's do that. There is a cinematic. Where if you take a ghost farther than you're supposed to be able to, and you have to basically break the clipping to get this thing in there, yeah, and you ride it into the cinematic, oh. Master Chief is supposed to be standing there, and he gets murdered by a ghost, oh. and then the cinematic goes on, all his stuff is laying on the floor, <laughs> and they just slide his dead body across the floor. <laughs> We have to get footage of this. And they keep cutting back to, to like, oh, oh, and oh, and Chief? And they look back, and it's just a dead body. Oh, my God. It's so good! We have to get footage of this. That sounds amazing. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be getting footage of other stuff. 
It should be fun. Uh, we got a lot of good setups. We're getting back to some stuff because we're in a big delay of stuff now. Or you know, it's E3's coming up, so nobody's really releasing anything or talking about stuff. Yeah, uh, next but, week is Mirror's Edge. Yeah, Mirror's uh, Edge is the next big one. Expect footage of that. Yeah, expect footage of that, and also expect the return to the original Mirror's Edge because yes. uh, we're gonna go back to that Let's Play. We're going back to Hips. Uh, probably a different, little, little bit of a different format. Probably about fifteen to twenty minutes each episode. But we're going back to that. We're going to do uh, full let's plays of these sh- of these games. I'm going to finish off Revengeance. He's going to finish off Mirror's Edge, and we're going to pick up on Life is Strange because we definitely want to do that. Uh, Life is Strange. We're going to so, start on Life is Strange. We're going to do that. We're going to do because I've I've only seen the first two chapters. That's all I've seen. So I've only seen like I've, the first five minutes of the first chapter. Yeah. So we definitely need to go through that game. Uh, it's pretty dope, and uh, from what I've seen, and I'm sure it. Uh, I, I haven't really heard many people talk about the ending of that game, so I'm sure it's been played through. You can look it up on YouTube, but whatever. We're gonna do it, so fuck it. So don't watch it. Wait for us. Um, but yeah, should be a fun time. Uh, before we go, I have a question for you, Hoss. All right. Uh, Platinum Games was making any franchise, be it game or movie or what, they plucked a franchise out of thin air. And they were going to make a game on it. Platinum Games. What would you have them make? Here's the problem. Yeah? I'll answer this question in an honest okay. and forthright way. Okay. But here's the problem. Okay. Yeah. In the last 12 months. Yeah. They have made three games that have been based on properties that have been fucking terrible. I was, I'm was. i glad you told I'm glad you mentioned this because I was going to say. Because all the ones that they've done so far haven't been that Legend good. Of Korra, Legend of Transform, Korra, Transform. Transformers, I heard, is the least... Transformers is... is it's the least bad, it's, but it's, it's not good. It's not as... Uh, it's not as offensive as... Uh, as I Korra. do have a soft spot for that. Yeah. Because Megatron turns into a gun. It's true. He does. He turns into his old gun. Motherfucking it's the pistol. Old school, it's the old school little pistol uh, yeah, version. Uh, that, that, that game is, is, is... It's still a solid game. But again, it's not great. I heard Toidles uh, is fucking terrible. Is it? I mean, I don't know about that. I heard, I heard I it's like, it. hey, an hour and a half or two hours long. <laughs> and 60 bucks. Ouch. Online only co-op, no couch co-op. Right. No couch and co-op? No couch co-op. All right, I'm fu- fuck that game. I'm done with that game and already. fucking terrible. Yeah, I'm done with that game. Uh, but yeah, that sounds funny. Okay. Good luck, though. Okay, uh, if they, if they picked any, because they, they've picked up other game franchises that made them good. Right? Granted, those have all three been Activision exactly. published things, and exactly. they're notorious exactly. for giving almost no money for somebody to make something. It's true, it's true. So, uh, what about a video game franchise? I personally have always wanted to see Platinum do a Strider game. I think that'd be fucking phenomenal. Just because Strider kind of has that same feel to it. Uh, you don't even have to do it like you can kind of got that already in Metal Gear. We did, we but like just take Metal Gear and make that Strider. You know what I'm saying? Like I'd be all right with that too. Uh, you know, because because Strider Revenge, Strider Revenge. Because you know, uh, uh, Raiden doesn't have Raiden doesn't have the scarf. So you know, <laughs> give looking scarf. Give Raiden the cool looking scarf and the what does he call his blade? Something weird. It's like not a blade. It's like a shaft. I don't, want to, I don't think he calls it that. Nope. <laughs> it's, it begins with an SH or something. It's like a shiver or something. I don't know. Anyway, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Strider. Uh, I'd like to see him do a Strider. If there's any game you'd want to see him do, uh, I don't know. I so. would like to see them make... Yeah? In the style of Bayonetta. Okay. Bayonetta's a good game. A Samurai Showdown. Ooh. Game, where... 
I like that. In the sense of like how Bayonetta 2 is a boss rush for the entire game. Yeah! It's just you murdering everybody else from Samurai Showdown. Oh, I love it. Can you like pick anybody from like Sam Show? Because I would be down with that. Galford or any of them. Yeah. Nakuru. I'm not necessarily against that. I'd be down with that. Or you could even do it almost like a Mortal Kombat storyline in yeah. the sense that you play as everybody. Yeah. You play through as everybody in each one. I'm down with that. And you fight big demons and like... Oh, yeah. that leads me to a little bit of news. Okay, yeah. We'll finish it off with that. They're making a new Injustice Gods Among Us. Woo! Are they? Yeah. Sweet. I'm down next with year. that. I'm down with that. Uh, like March of next year. Cool. I'm good with that. Because you know what I liked? Yeah. Injustice. You know what else I like? Yeah. Literally anything that NetherRealm makes. <laughs> NetherRealm does good games. Although, I, I will be games. honest, after Injustice, I think I want them to make another Shaolin Monks before they make another Mortal Kombat. Oh, okay. Yeah. And just keep adding yeah. characters to Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. like, the combat passes seem to be doing really well. Because mm-hmm. think about it, there's now that Mortal Kombat XL edition that comes with both combat passes. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, like, next year you could have the XXL pack and the XXXL pack. <laughs> NetherRealm's really nailed that. Like, when they, when they when they started that, you know, it's not, it's not a brand new concept or anything. I think Street Fighter maybe did it? Who was the what, first the season one? pass? No, no, just the, uh, like, oh, adding a character onto this thing because guess what? We can download characters under your game now. They were the first one to do were a season pass for... Ca- they were the first one oh, to do okay. a season pass. Okay. They were the first one to do a season pass for fighting game characters. Okay, cool. They're it, man. I, I thought Street Fighter probably did And they're the, first, the only but... one that did it right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because, yeah, because my, my favorite one was uh, was uh, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom, yeah. where, like, two months later they come out with, oh, Ultimate. Super Ultimate. Ultimate. Yeah, Ultimate. Oh, okay. This feels uh, fucking like, yeah. like familiar. Oh, really? I need to pay another sixty bucks to get fucking Ghost Rider, Phoenix Wright. Okay, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> like, I'm not doing that, guys. Uh, and then, meanwhile, Netherrealms was like, "Hey, you want Freddy? You can buy Freddy. Five uh, bucks. Five bucks. Okay. <laughs> you, you want uh, what, Leatherface? You want Leatherface? Five you want, you want a Xenomorph from <laughs> from fucking Alien? From Alien? He's in there. Why not? Oh uh, yeah, Netherrealm. Woo! Like him. Uh, but that's it for our episode on Otogi. Uh, Samurai Showdown Sam- in the theme of Bandetta. Make it. <laughs> Make that. Hey, Platinum, you listening? I know you're listening to this. Uh, thank you for checking out the Video Struck podcast. Uh, you can check us out on VideoStruck.com or on Facebook, uh, Facebook.com slash VideoStruck, or on Twitter at VideoDestruct. Also, follow me on Twitter <laughs> at Hoss underscore Buddy, B-U-D-D-Y. Yep, he talks to wrestlers a lot. A lot of them. And they whine, apparently. I don't want to say that, because, you know. You're fucking my spot up. (laughs) I'm burying you, brother. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next time.